Welcome inside. You're listening to the JSK Media Sports Podcast. That time of the week, the best time of the week. I'm Jonah Kligman. I'm alongside Sean Spall. This is the podcast where we hang out, talk sports, make some picks, and are sure to play some games. I got a little game for you today, Sean, so don't you fret. Stick around. We'll catch you up on the sports world, and we'll give you some fun. Start with football. What else? Start with NFL. And before we really dive into the nitty gritty, I we're now two weeks in, or no, now we're like, have had two Monday night footballs, double headers. Do you like these double headers? I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's not so it's like, I, I strongly hate it. And like, I really, really care about getting rid of it. But I think it's hard with that one hour time gap, switching back and forth between games without any kind of red zone or anything like that. I think I just rather add that to the, you know, 105, 125 games, get one more game on there, give me a little more action on red zone on a Sunday, and just give me the one Monday night football game. Isolate that one great game, and that's it. So I think it's not something that I really don't like, but I would choose to go away from it if I had the choice. Right away, I say, yes, I like the doubleheaders because isolated football is good football. But it's not isolated. These games overlap for two hours. So for me, they need to do one of two things. The, I, they either need to separate them by another hour. Right? Yeah. Pacific time, it's been like 4.15, 5.15. Maybe do like a 3.15, 5.15. So that you could really be isolated on that first game for two hours. And then it's really only overlapping towards the end. So you could watch the end of the other game. Get to the second quarter by the other. Or... They're both on ESPN. I know this kind of screws over commercials, but do a picture-in-picture option because it's nice having these two Monday games. They're more isolated. But now I feel like the whole mystere of Monday night is it's like big Monday night and they're trying out having two games. But if I'm not able to watch them at the same time, I mean, I am because I could have a computer in on the TV, but it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of annoying and... And the games have just been crap. I mean, what, yeah. the first well, that, game that's was a what? Whole different issue. That's a whole different issue. So it's like, yeah, I mean, the, the Bengals game was good, but like the, the 415, well, it was Bucks and Eagles. Like, yeah, what Bucks, is that? Eagles. Yeah, it, it so was just bound like, to be a blowout. Them like overlapping, I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of it, but I think there's a better way to do it. And just... I think that's uh, fair. I think that's yeah, fair. I think it's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I like it, though. I like it. I mean, even, you know, even like that's what these international games really help with is then isolating one more right. game at like 630. I mean, but listen, at the end of the day, more football is more football. Yeah. And it, and it feels like more, more actions, football. More actions, more actions. Yeah. yeah. So. But for me, more football, I don't know if it is good football because I've been losing out on these big three and whatnot. And just looking at this season, maybe it's just because I'm doing poorly with my picks and my other football, whatnot. But is it just me, Sean? Or does this NFL season just feel a little weird? Like Vikings 0-3, Dolphins are 3-0 this week. Obviously, you're going to have your upsets, but Ravens and Cowboys lost this week to the Colts and the Cardinals. I feel like it's taking longer than usual for the season to really settle in and the skill level to get to where it needs to be. Like, I've just like, just talking to like sports people around campus and whatnot, like it just feels like this 
NFL season is just there's something off. Is that just me? No, I, I, I definitely see what you're saying. But what I think is really standing out to me is that nobody really knows about any team. There's no team that I can see in the NFL right now that's like, oh, we know they're going to be great the entire season. I mean, the closest we get to that is the Dolphins, but we know that that defense might not be perfect. We know how good the offense is, but one injury, we know how injury-prone two is. He takes one hit to the head, he might retire from football. I mean, there's, well, we looked and the Cowboys were a consensus top three team and then lose to what was the consensus worst team in football. Lose to a Joshua Dobbs-led first-year head coach, Cardinals. It really, I think what's so weird about this season is there's no top team that we're just so confident is going to win every single week. Maybe the Niners, but it just it doesn't feel so confident. There's something missing with all these teams. You know, the Niners still have Brock Purdy playing quarterback. We see the Chiefs coming off a Super Bowl. They're missing a lot of pieces. We've seen the Eagles not been amazing. We see Jalen Hurts been missing throws. It kind of just feels like this season... There's no team that's super consistent or super confident, and that's why it's going to keep on going back and forth, at least for a couple more weeks, I think. Yeah, and it's also this question, I mean, in any sport, but I feel like it's really feeling the season where is this result happening in this game because this team is good or is this team bad? Dolphins-Broncos. Was that a 50-point difference because the Dolphins are insane or because the Broncos are garbage? Right. What were you yeah. thinking during that game? I, I mean, that not even was, about that. Just like in general. That, I mean, that what game, a game. That, I honestly can't believe that that game even happened. 70 points in a football game is ridiculous. They could I mean, have set more... the NFL record, but they yeah. yield. Would, yeah. you have, would you have kicked the field goal, Sean, if you're Mike McDaniel? I would like to say no, but I would have. You would. I, I would have. I thought it was really classy, but I feel like you would have. At what point is it classy when you put up 70 points? That's what people were saying online is like, if you're going to beat them by 50, what the heck is Why not more? score one more touchdown? Right. But, I mean, that that offense just looked unstoppable. But I like, but I, now the, the Dolphins, I mean, I'm confident in them, but oh, I could see them losing the Bills this week. Right. I like, Bills even could though they had these great games, they they don't feel like they still feel like they can lose. They still feel like they're very open to losing and they right. could lose a lot of games. There's no team where you're like, I just don't see this team losing or it's going right. to take a, like, I get, and that's good. I think it is that's, good. That's how it should be. I, it's good for the sport. That's how it it's should be. It's good for the sport. It's good for the sport, but it makes picks tough. Absolutely. But not for you. You had a solid week last week. If the Vikings would have came through, you would have had a golden three. But you settled for another two in one week. You are now so close. So close. I was so close. They were at the the five-yard line. He got picked off. You were actually ahead of me then. Like, you texted me, damn. And I was like, oh, man, he's got to throw a pick. (laughs) Yeah, I was so close. Yeah, so you are now very respectable. Very respectable. Six and two and one. I, however, did poorly, went one and two, but I'm four and five on the year. That's not terrible. It's not terrible. You're That's right like, there. have a two and one week, we're above 500, so. Exactly. 
It's week four. Hopefully things will settle in. Hopefully I'll be in a better psyche. But hit me with your big three, Shawnee. All right, we're going to start Bengals <clears throat> minus two and a half against the Titans. This Bengals team started really slow. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase not really hitting their stride, but beat the Rams on Monday Night Football. This Tennessee team is just not good. We've seen Derrick Henry be about as inefficient as we have seen him his entire career. Ryan Tannehill looks terrible. I think he has one passing touchdown the entire year. The Bengals will win this game by more than three. Next, I'm going to Monday Night Football. I'm going to take the Seahawks plus one and a half at the Giants. Once again, I think Saquon Barkley isn't going to play. Seahawks have been looking really good the last couple of weeks after the loss to Rams week one. I think they'll go in and win this game. Then finally, even though I said that they're not perfect, I'm taking the Dolphins plus two and a half against the Bills. This offense just looks unstoppable and and with how we've seen Josh Allen one or two turnovers and that's it that's that's that, that's two more touchdowns and a two touchdown lead for the Dolphins so any mistakes from Josh Allen and I don't, I don't know if his offense will get stopped so I'm gonna take the Dolphins plus two and a half I like those Sean I'm rooting for you want it we're, we're gonna get to our locks later but you've clinched now over me and in, in the locks and it's a uh, it's looking good for football, but uh, we're early. We're early. I know we're early in this whole thing. But first off, number one, I'm going to take the Raiders plus five and a half. They're going to LA to SoFi to play the Chargers. And for me, this game feels like a toss up, really. I've liked what I've seen from the Raiders. The Chargers had to do a lot to beat the own three Vikings. So I get five and a half points with the Raiders. That seems like a really good deal. Number two. Falcons they're going international and they're playing Jacksonville and really anything can happen they're playing at Wembley Stadium so to get th three points for the Falcons is I could see them winning straight up so to get three points is awesome lastly Panthers my last big three pick these Panthers they're playing the Vikings both 0-3 teams. Really never know. I get three and a half points with them. Book it. Raiders, Falcons, Panthers, all plus points. Thoughts on the Oregon dub and all the antics with Colorado this past weekend. This felt like a movie. It's exactly what I thought was going to happen. And didn't you love it? Oh my god, I loved every second Oh my second god, of it. I loved it. It made me so happy to watch. And, and you know what my favorite part is? Is I don't know if you saw, I think it came out today or yesterday, that Oregon started posting all the videos of every and the Colorado players. They were, were trash saying, talking, calling them pregame. small. Yeah, it, all that for to come in and get blown out of the water. It wasn't even a game. I remember I was sitting in the car and, and just watching it happen, and it, it looked like a college team playing a high school team. And and that's what I said with this Colorado team. They're so overrated. Listen, Travis Hunter's amazing. Shador Sanders is a good quarterback, and they have a couple good receivers, and Dylan Edwards is a good running back. But when it comes to these games with these talented teams like Oregon, like they're going to see with SC this weekend, like they're going to see with Washington and Utah. 
you need big guys. You need an offensive line. You need a defensive line. You can't let Bo Nix or Michael Penix or Caleb Williams sit in the pocket for five, six seconds. That's a recipe for disaster. You, there, there's no coverage no matter how good your corners are. If that good of a quarterback has that much time with the receivers that they have in the Pac-12, they're going to get torched. They're going to get torched. So I was really happy to see this Colorado team. I think this is what we're going to see for the rest of the year. They're going to be a 500 team, especially with how good the Pac-12 is and how hard their competition is. They just don't have the size. They don't have the strength. They don't have the offensive, defensive linebackers to keep up with these teams. How Bucky Irving's legs, he's crazy. Oh my God, he's incredible. I just like watching that game, I could not get over it. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're good. That's a good Oregon team. Bo Nix looks great. He looks really, really comfortable in that offense. It's a really good Oregon team. It's a really good Oregon team. It's a really good Oregon team. We're now at third through the college football season. Can you believe that? It's crazy. It goes so fast. Football it really season does. goes so fast. I mean, especially college. They start the week earlier, and they only play 12. Right. I mean, we're already a third through. What are some key takeaways? So, oh, my God. <laughs> what are some key takeaways, Shawnee? We're third way through this college football season. I, I, think one of, I think the main thing about this college football season is it's so unlike almost every other year, especially in recent memory, where not that it's a fine champion, but there's no top dog. There's no team that that's Georgia last year. It's like it doesn't matter. They're going to the national championship. Maybe they'll lose. Maybe they'll maybe a semifinal, but they're going. They're in the playoff. There's no team like that, and I think why this is is because you have your great rosters filled out, defense, offensive line, everything you need that are missing a quarterback. Then you have the teams that have great players, might not be filled out, but have that great quarterback. And that's how that whole, almost whole top 10 is kind of filled out with great quarterback or great roster, great coach. So you see you have that Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State that has so much talent surrounding their teams, but they're missing that quarterback. They lost Bryce Young, CJ Strauss, Stenson Bennett to the draft last year, so they still are finding that piece. And then you have, you know, your Pac-12, USC, Washington, Oregon, even Penn State or Texas that has that stud Heisman contender quarterback, but they're missing something. You know, all these teams have some position or some spots that they're not quite up to par. So it's this dynamic of which really matters more. Is it that complete roster with missing a big-time quarterback or that big-time Heisman contender quarterback without the filled out roster. So I think that's what's really so unique about this college football season. It's going to be really exciting coming down the stretch to see which of these four teams are going to pull ahead because at the end of the day, only four can make it to the playoff. Only four can be for national championship. So it's going to be really fun to see what it comes down to and which of these teams really steps up. If you're a voter, season ends today, who's your top four? Oh, I mean, it's really tough right now especially with like how little competition a lot of the teams have actually had playing right. real big names because washington looks great washington looks great been... but who have they beat cal you know boise yeah nevada and they look incredible 
They're beating teams on 30. But, right, but mo- I would say a lot know, of teams would look like that against those teams. Right, so... I they got a good. They got right a good now. club though. Penix, Odunze. <laughs> yeah, they look That's good for sure. I think they're just outside for me. I think, I think I'd go. Georgia has to be in there with that defense. Michigan, probably go. Ohio State, Texas. Yeah, be my top four. Yeah, you know we know Georgia and Michigan that are always up there, and Ohio State and Texas both have gotten big wins. I think those would be my four right now. Do you think but USC can get there? Yeah, I, I think. I mean, by Caleb. The end everyone's of the year, saying. Everyone's saying Caleb Williams is like a top ten quarterback on the planet right now, maybe lower. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are saying uh, he's better at, than Hurts, and I was at the Arizona State game last weekend, and it was what people were saying and considering his worst game as a starter at USC. Right. But he put, put up 42, 42 points. He yeah. had 320 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. That's not a bad worst game. That's incredible. When is he draft eligible? End of this year. Yeah. So I think they will need I a think, new quarterback. Yeah. We have, we have some guys. We There's some guys in the okay. waiting. Some five yeah, stars. There's no, there no Caleb. No one's Caleb. But I think whoever comes out Where of the pack to go realistically. I think the Broncos. Yeah, the way they're playing, that could be fun. Yeah, I mean they're they're in they're line trash. for it right they're now. They're three. Yeah, but you're putting him into Sean Payton, who is experienced coach, and they have, you know, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams. They have role. some I mean, good players. They were projected to win nine, ten games. Yeah, so I think I think that would be a really cool place for him to go. That kind of sets him up for success. Yeah. Poor Broncos, though. Poor Sean Payton. Broncos. Poor Broncos. 70 points. All right, we got a week left of this MLB season. It goes so fast. Can you believe it? It's already so like... So fast. It's like six games left or whatever. All right, do you have a favorite memory that comes to mind just looking back on this regular 2023 Major League Baseball season? I think I have to go with that weekend, that opening weekend of Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, that was fun. I think, I think, especially that he was playing against the Dodgers. So, like, I remember we were together for one of the games, and we were, like, I really watched the games more than just seeing the highlights. And how quickly he just came on and showed his talent was really, really fun to watch. So, I think I think that opening Ellie De La Cruz series would, was my favorite. Yeah, for me, there's a lot that comes to mind that, Domingo Herman, perfect game. That was just like that you know, was, was a like good one. the first one with the pitch clock. And it was a perfect game, and it was just like so wacky. It was in Oakland, just totally baseball. Obviously, Dela Cruz week comes to mind. She hands six no hit innings on his debut. Miguel Cabrera, these like retirement. You see the his retirement honor celebrations, but you yeah. see his um, the bottle of wine from the A's. Yeah, what was like an eighty dollar bottle of wine? Yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. But, but overall, we kind of forget about it. But it's the year of the new rules, and of all of them, the one that I love the most is the balanced schedule. So just yeah. looking back, and the Dodgers have played twenty nine different teams. That's pretty cool. So it's been a it's been a good year, and baseball too. Definitely it's anyone's has. it's anyone's game. 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you have the the Braves as the... Yeah, but the Braves are four games better than the Dodgers. That's nothing. And, four games. And think about the Dodgers last year. Right. Set 100. Anyone can lose. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, but thankfully, Sean, for the last time this year, it's lock o'clock. I lost. Your Cubs swept. Something's never change. All right, Shawnee, who's your final lock? All right, um, I save them to the end, and I'm taking the Padres. Cheers. They're on the road against the White Sox. They've been really hot, even though they're almost mathematically eliminated for the play from the playoffs. They've been winning, and they're they're trying to somehow, some way, sneak their way into a playoff spot, and. Hopefully they win the series and end the season off strong. All right. I'm going to go. I like that. I think that's great. I'm going to go Guardians over Tigers. That seems like a good one to me. All right. Let's go straight into our fun question. So just first off really quick. Do you know who has the most at-bats this season? I don't. <laughs> do you want to take a guess? Well, am I, am I allowed to look at the, am I allowed to look at the script? Well, I guess it's. I guess it's on there, so I'll just say it. It's Marcus Semyon. As of today, he has 647. Here's the fun question for us. If each of us got 650 plate appearances. Like major league at-bats? Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get you out. How many hits are you getting? (laughs) And it has to be a hit. I can't walks, hit by pitch. Reach base safely with a hit. Reach base safely. No, no, with a hit, with making contact. I have to make contact. I mean, I'm trying to think. If you swing down the middle every time, right? That's 650 times three because three strikes. You're not going to hit a squibber and run it out. Maybe one. Yeah. I'm so not confident in my hitting ability. No, me either. Listen, you're telling me hit by pitch, I'm leaning in. I'm taking my walks. No, you're not. I'll get, you know, if you give me on base, I think I could get... Six, seven, but hits maybe one. Maybe I get lucky, tap one down the third base line and leg it out. I'm with you. Sean, there are people out there who have never played baseball who will say like 20, 30. Because they never play baseball and they're idiot. Like, right. Like, I, I faced, I, c- I couldn't hit 65 and I'm like, in it's like by high me. School. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a reason I became a pitcher, Sean, because I could exactly. not Exactly. There's a All reason right. I sat on the bench and ducked my head so that yeah. the coach didn't put me in. Dude, yes, sir. Someone's got to spit seeds and hype up the dog out. <laughs> you know, we are great at that. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not easy. You know, a whole day hard, of school. It's a hard job. You're it's tired, job. but you got to go, you, hey, kid, come on. You know, you got you to gotta yeah. turn that on, you know. But we get it. There's no stats for that. It's not like, nope. hey, Johnny, you did a great job today. You were so good claps. at hyping up the dog out. 37, <laughs> 37 claps a minute, exactly. But if there was, I'd be at the top of that. MVP. MVP. I mean, really, what would it, would it be? MVB? Most valuable bench warmer? <laughs> Most valuable bench. Hey, win's a win, you know? <laughs> so, you, sometimes you just want to get recognized. Listen, the award's the award. Is, yeah, award's award. All right, here's our game. Let's see how much you've been paying attention to this football season. All right? This is just okay. quick stats, see what you can do. Which quarterback has the most yards so far this year? Kirk Cousins. Yeah. How'd you know that? 
I don't know. All right. No most, r- most rushing? It was McCaffrey. But did someone just pass him? No, it's McCaffrey. McCaffrey. It's McCaffrey. Okay. Yeah. All right. Receiving yards? Jefferson. Sean. They have the quarterback with the most passing yards, and they have the receiver with the most receiving yards, and all of that and NFL, and they're 0-3. 0-3. How? But he's great for my fantasy team. Yeah, you got Jefferson, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Sacks. Miles Garrett? No. Really? Yeah. TJ Watt? Yes. Is Miles Garrett two? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Which team, last one, which team has the least points and yards? Are they the same answer? Yeah. The Bears? No. Really? Yeah. 0-3. It's not the Broncos. They scored 20 points. It's not the Broncos. They've scored 42 points this year. 42 points. That's terrible. It's, it's, I really thought you it was the Bears. You want me to just tell you? Is it the pa- Panthers? Oh, I'm just kidding. It's the Jets. Oh, so they're not 0-3. That's a little gimme there. See, that's that's where it got me. I was they trying the, to go through 0-3 teams. Right, they got that week one over the Bills. No one was scoring. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. All right, you'll, you'll get one for me next week? Yeah, I'll get you one. I'll think right. of a good one. All right, I look forward to it. You've been listening to the JSK Media Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Consider sharing our podcast. We'll see you next time.